and welcome to Romancing the Game. I'm Jordan Fishburn. I'm Tawny P. Thompson. And I am Sarah Babe. Today, today, we are are finishing up the Mystic Messenger Deep Routes by covering 707, a.k.a. Luciel Shui, a.k.a. Seiyang Shui. Her guy has a lot of names here. A boy seven. (laughs) I love him. (laughs) A boy. Um, Just as a heads up, uh, spoiler warning for this episode. Scissor spoiler alert. Y'all know what that is. It's not the thing in a car. It's the thing about the story that you'll get angry about <laughs> if you don't get done with the story before you start talking about the story. So if you don't want to know the story before you do the story, get the hell out of here and come back. <laughs> <laughs> Very Blues Brothers. I liked that rubber biscuit. Uh, anyways, this podcast will contain spoilers, as is the nature of discussing overarching story. We'll be covering various plot beats and the ending of this story during the show. The warning has been laid at your feet. Continue at your own peril. And I'm going to go ahead and just roll straight into our content warnings because Seven's route is going to pertain to a lot of these. His is where shit really hits the fans. So if any of these are triggering for you, you, like, seriously, we love you to death. You don't need to listen to this episode if it's going to make you uncomfortable. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Safety first. Yes. Um, So the content warnings are going to entail kidnapping, drugging, car accidents, pet death, bombs, cults, brainwashing, mental health crises, childhood trauma, suicide, false accusations of sexual assault, codependency, video game addiction, delusion, torture, stalking, and toxic work environments. Feel called out. (laughs) (laughs) For your kink list? No, I'm kidding. What? Um... Anyways, <laughs> sorry. Um, no, you're fine. <laughs> Which one? Toxic work environments or? Oh no. Uh, well, I mean, I do deal with occasionally toxic things, like <laughs> sewers, sewers, and <laughs> the guy who's pumping sewage out of his apartment oh, building. Yeah. Oh god. Oh boy. Me go look at Ugh. it. I'm like, why are you? Why? Don't be rude. That's awful. That sucks. Also, spoiler warning for our moods. It snowed here in Wisconsin today. It is in fact April. So just yeah, you know. It's uh what April twenty first? Yeah. It's just We're last winter, it. guys. We're in it's it normal. Now. <sighs> it's not it's normal. We're it's done. last winter. We're yeah, done I, already. No, no, talk I mean there's Tawny, like if it's six not, stages of winter in Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> this is like the last the last winter. I'm a Southern girl. I'm done. Oh, yeah. Oh, honey. I'm so sorry. <laughs> when you've lived over half of your life in Wisconsin, you can't claim that shit anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm done with it already, though. We're but done. You, you weren't here for the May snow. <laughs> when was that? What do you mean? Like 1989. It was in May. Oh, no. Yeah, no. Um, Jordan was, wasn't either. It was, four to, it was four to six inches <laughs> in the middle of May. No. You can don't Trees put that destroyed. in the universe right now, Sarah. I, I'm just saying, like, it's don't put it in the universe right now, Sarah. I'm, I'm just saying, we don't need it. <laughs> just saying. For ah, those of you at home lesson. that are somehow, for those of you at home that are somehow only catching up with uh, us on this particular episode, I'm going to give you a sweet little condensed plot overview. Yes. Um, but I really do recommend 
listening through the other ones just because it covers a lot of information. Um, Mystic Messenger, also known as Susangan Messenger, is a female-oriented Otomi mobile game produced by Shiritsu. Your character in this game is staying in the office studio apartment for Rika's fundraising fundraising association hereby referred to as the rfa under mysterious circumstances rika is super dead while those circumstances are being investigated <laughs> by the leader and hacker of the organization uh 707 is that hacker that we'll be talking about today <laughs> you help the rfa plan a charity event and experience a love story through receiving pre-scripted phone calls and texts depending on the relationship with other characters and now to I had to mute in. so that I could laugh loudly. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a little bit evil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, after that trigger warning list, um, for real. <laughs> um, but let's roll into it because we got a lot of ground to cover. Yes, we do. <laughs> Dang. So our guy seven starts out as just a really happy-go-lucky person when you join the chat room. He's oh, like, that's not a good joking. sign. He makes really weird nerdy jokes and like hacker jokes that like every now and again, even I'm like, what the fuck is what? But sometimes (laughs) they're just like really nerdy jokes and it's fun and he's really fun to flirt with. Oh, those are the ones that are always the worst. Yeah. Welcome to Mystic Messenger. It's always a rude awakening. Oh, God. What are we getting Uh, into? But... (laughs) (laughs) um. He does have that very fun, playful personality. He's pranky. He likes to tease other members and have all of that stuff. Um, within this deep storyline that you go into, he is the one um, that's really friendly with you. Like, he has that initial, um, how the hell did you get into this uh, secret app that we only download specifically on members' phones? Especially um, since he's the one that built the app and handles its security. It's yeah. kind of a point of pride for him that you somehow broke in. Yes. Um, But he does engage in a friendly conversation with you once they sort of have a little bit more knowledge of you. He's a hacker. um, So he legit looks you up and tries to find out more about you. And, you know, he like I'm going to like this is kind of getting ahead of it a little bit, but he has cameras in the apartment that he can look into so he can see you in there. Um, He's a gentleman about it. He's a gentleman Mm. about it. He he legit is um, throughout the story. So he's not like spying on her naked in the shower. Um, But he's like the the bomb too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't think he, no, he did. He installed the bomb. He knows about the bomb. So yeah, we'll we'll go. Cover that. It'll come up. I promise you. I know sometimes you're you're disappointed in it not coming up now that you know that there's a bomb there, but it will come up. Oh, it will come up in this one. Um so uh everybody can tell at the start of this game that Seven is fond of you. You guys interact really well. Um, especially when you're playing his route, you get to take those options that are very uh bantery back and forth with him, which is fun. And really, who doesn't like a ginger with glasses? Let's be right? real. Exactly. Exactly. Love it. Um, and eventually, like, everyone can start telling that he's really fond of you. And it's starting to distract him from his actual day job, which is with a really, really um, uh, under he's a spy. The- he's a spy. He's a spy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, however, he builds for you a fire spewing dog robot. Yes. Like it shoots fire out of its mouth and it's, it's super adorable. So 
<laughs> it's so cute. Okay. I mean, that's pictures of this fire fire spewing dog robot. I mean, that's pretty cool. Right. And that's like one of the first things that you're like, oh, Stefan is interested. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, fire spewing robot. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty great. Um, but About French loaf. <laughs> he uh in previous routes, um, you do hear about somebody associated with 707 uh, named Vanderwood, who he claims is his maid. However, <laughs> oh, um, let me let me guess. Not really a maid. No. no. It's right. his it's his like superior work. Um that's kind of his handler. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. So during this time where he's kind of slacking off and he's building robots instead of doing what he's supposed to do, which is hacking other um, things for clients. Um, Hashtag hack the planet. What? Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Seven would love that. He, would. Um, he comes to check on Seven. Vanderwood comes to check on Seven and notices that he's goofing off. And all he's doing is eating honey butter chips drinking uh phd pepper and building robots for you instead of working yeah wait a second let's go back to the honey chips honey butter they're, chips honey buddha oh but they're real they <laughs> are them. They, they are a thing that was made for this game i have tried them and i do not like them um oh, bugger. however i liked them we bought okay, them for Jordan's you. birthday last year. Um, yeah. Aww, that's very sweet. <laughs> they bought me a lot of them for my birthday. You could only buy them in large packs because they come from Korea. I don't know, man. Mm, yes. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and I tried them. Um, I did not like them. I even tried them with Dr. Pepper in case that improved <laughs> the flavor, and it did not. <laughs> I thought it did, but... Oh, dude, not with Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I know. Uh, like, um, I haven't had... Oh, wait, no, I had soda yesterday. I was going to say, I haven't had soda in a really long time. (laughs) But that was Um, a lie. (laughs) So during this time, uh, Vanderwood is now frequently going to 707's place of residence to monitor him to make sure he's working and to clean up around his apartment because 707 harangues him into doing it. And even though he's been continuing to call him his maid. Rude. <laughs> that's a rude bitch move. Like that's totally a rude bitch move. It's pretty great. Yeah, Yo, you're my boss. You want to clean some shit? Yeah, thanks. However, um, during this exchange, we do have a setting of the stakes um, for the story itself because Vanderwood does straight up tell Seven O Seven, if he doesn't finish his work on time, they could both die. And he's completely serious in wow. terms of the game. No pressure. Um, in the he actual also... chat itself, he says, uh, you know, like the last time this client got work late, they did straight up kill that person. Tell me how late it was, Seven. Tell me how late that they received that. And Seven was like, serious face, what was it? And Vanderwood was said straight up, one minute. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, right. these people need to chill in this game. Vanderwood also specifically calls out the fact that Seven is not supposed to have, like, intense relationships with anyone um, because it's very dangerous, not only for the person he would be in a relationship with, but also him and the company that he works for Hmm. and Vanderwood. And, you know, just it it spirals. Everyone's in danger. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Bomb. (laughs) That's a different danger. That's a different danger. There's... (laughs) 
multiple levels of danger going on for this poor guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. After that, uh, when we're getting uh, to around the fifth day, um, the messenger is hacked and members of the RFA start receiving emails, um, except for yourself. Sketchy emails. And seven. And they're all from an organization um, that you may recall from previous episodes called Mint Eye, which you may also recall from previous episodes is the um, cult that is uh, in this game. (laughs) Bomb or cult. Cult. And as a reminder, unknown, the person who brought you into the apartment in the first place specifically works for mint eye yes so cult bomb yes so um they start receiving these emails uh inviting them to join magenta um to become part of this cult though it's not outright stating we are a cult in the email it's pretty you know suspicious well, nobody sus. ever says just join our cult. <laughs> it's like, always come it's over, like, meet a couple friends. Right. You come to Magenta, these- the land of paradise. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, no. Somebody says land of paradise. So that's you're talking about a Disney ride. I ain't coming. Unless yeah. you're going to a resort, honestly. Right. Yeah. Just, right, just yeah. don't do it. And, um, uh, I better be able to have cell service at that damn resort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and, but very uh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, and to ride home. Um, But (laughs) very shortly after the messenger gets hacked, Seven realizes that the security system at the apartment has also been tampered with. Uh Is it because of the bomb? (laughs) Um, No. no. Um, it's, It's more like he notices that somebody managed to unlock the apartment. Um unlock the security systems at the apartment. So he starts this flurry of, oh my God, oh my God. And he starts really working on it to get it fixed again. Um, And he notices the changes and starts to become worried because you're there. You're in the apartment. And how is he supposed to protect you while you're in this apartment with the compromised security? And as a sidebar, this also means he's not doing his regular work. Right. Boy yeah. needs to learn some time management. Um, he like legit does not sleep. Yeah. He just oh. works. He just works. That's like a big thing. Yeah. He lives on like honey that. butter, potato chips, and PhD pepper, and he doesn't sleep. Yeah. And that actually does become like a big thing. It, it, like his his lack of sleep really does compromise his brain. Faculties, yeah. yeah. Um, Even though he's a genius boy, um, yeah. that obviously is not healthy. <laughs> um, yeah, not sleeping's a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, I think it's after sixteen hours awake, your brain starts reacting to things as if you are drunk or buzzed or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So it's you know obviously bad. <laughs> I have no idea how I got through college. Neither do I. I didn't sleep though. That's for sure. <laughs> Uh, our society is yeah. accustomed to yeah. having to work on that. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Vanderwood does start calling him out that they cannot handle this. He needs to focus up and start doing stuff. And so Seven um, 
<laughs> steals all of his work equipment from his apartment and takes them to his, one of his many beautiful cars. Um, and he sets the dog robot off on Vanderwood to keep Vanderwood from following him. Oh yeah. my goodness. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. And yeah, so he's going to personally protect you, um, which is wonderful. I, I do love... Uh, I do love a protective 707. Um, it is absolutely one of my favorite bits is when, like, he does this whole thing that he does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, this is going on. He's out. He's on the way to the apartment uh, to go and protect you. Uh, stuff is still going on. People are talking in the messenger throughout the day. On the night of, the, of day seven, um, the unknown person that talked to you at the very beginning of the game and has been sort of the threatening figure over you this entire time breaks into the apartment while um, you're there you shock face you hear the apartment like have this alert um alert alert deactivating and then a window breaks oh no and a character tells you oh be Hold careful up. of the glass you don't want to step in it they deactivated the security system mm -hmm. and then broke a glass. Mm -hmm. The glass. Mm -hmm. they, yeah. Could he just use the goddamn door? I think it's a separate, it's multi-layer. Okay. Yeah. So like the bomb okay. isn't set up on the, the door security. <laughs> um, it, it's set up on, you know, a different security thing so that if like some Joe Schmo breaks in, it doesn't blow up an apartment building. It's right. more has to be tripped on purpose yeah. kind of. Okay. Um, but <laughs> uh, he tells you to be careful not to step on the glass. And then he oh, comes in kind of and starts right. talking about how he's come to take you to mm -hmm. Mintai. Um, uh-huh. The... To protect you, of course. Of course. Yeah. Oh, right. To protect because... you from V and Seven, per in particular, who he particularly does not like. So our photographer guy and the romance guy of the hour. But we're not okay. sure why. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing shenanigans. Shenanigans is correct, yeah. Um, you sort of fight him off a little bit. Uh, you call out to Seven for help um, for some reason, even though he's not there. And Well, you know Seven's on the way. Like, yeah. as far as you're aware, Seven has packed up all this gear and he is on his way to you. But he's not there. But he's not there. But you know he's on the way. <laughs> I would call for him if I thought he was on the way. I don't know. Um, so, <laughs> the stranger grabs you um we're gonna call him unknown for like the next couple seconds unknown mm -hmm. grabs you and starts um like making the kidnapping motions to take you away before what the exactly are kidnapping motions oh he's know. gonna take you out the window yeah okay okay <laughs> so there's a tussle Not there's not like chloroform but you're like no. struggling against him and he's dragging <laughs> you <laughs> he's very um, strong the Noise is now heard <laughs> from the front door. Uh, and so you call out again, and Seven finally breaks through. <laughs> Boom. Um, seven. Yes. So Seven does finally arrive. And this is the... This is the moment when Seven looks really, 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 really shocked. Not yet. 
No? Not yet. No? Um, so first Seven comes in and starts talking and goes, oh, he broke through the window. Main character, be careful not to step on the glass. On the glass. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I think I people out. are focusing on the wrong thing. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there starts okay. to have an argument back and forth between this unknown character and Seven all right. um, where the unknown character is blaming all of this on Seven um, saying well, that he hates obviously. Seven out of everybody in the entire world he hates him the most and doesn't trust him and how he's the worst um, and then the Seven boss. Seven convinces him to take off his mask Oh, you didn't say it was a masked man. Yes, he's a masked white-haired man. I did forget about the mask. You're right. Sorry. Yes, he is masked. Um, He has him take off the mask and... (gasps) Shock of shocks. It's... His long-lost... Twin brother... (gasps) Sedan. All right, hold up. This is like straight (laughs) up like... This is some straight up Alyssa Edwards sees Coco Montrese come into the workroom during RuPaul's drag, ra- drag race face crack. Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. So he finds out that the person that has been hacking his security systems and threatening you and sending all of these messages out about a cult is it- literally his evil twin. It's his twin brother. Yes. And- I wouldn't call him evil, but... Okay, maybe they right start, now he is. <laughs> they start talking. <laughs> and Sedan um, starts saying stuff about Seven abandoning him. And Seven is like, when they were what younger. the fuck? And Seven is like, no. And talking about how he left Sedan with his abusive mother. When when they talked when they were younger, Seong always said that they were going to leave together and be happy. Um, and Saran just keeps coming back to this and saying all of this stuff. And Seven saying, no, Rika. Rika has been sending me pictures of you after you left and how you've been happy and all of this stuff. And he's like, don't lie to me. Don't you dare even speak Rika's name. Like, it starts getting super intense with mm-hmm. them arguing. And Saran goes to leave with you. He's still trying to get you to leave. And Seven finally reactivates the bomb. Oh, there we go. Security yep. time. Yep. <laughs> um, Drop and bomb. yells at Saran to flee before yeah. it fucking explodes. Because the bomb is um, calibrated it's- so that if there is a stranger that it does not read as welcome in the apartment, it will blow up. And it starts doing a countdown. But how does it... Not you. You're in the system. Right, but Um, They actually kind of don't really look the same anymore for for a few reasons. Um, I mean, the facial structure and everything does, but... um, But, like, DNA-wise, that's... Um, they might not be identical. Yeah. Like, uh, sometimes... They are, though. Well, they are identical. But <laughs> the, <laughs> the... It doesn't go off of DNA. It's like a, a targeting system. So they don't really look uh, similar. Also, um, a Tomy logic. Yeah. They don't oh, really yeah, yeah. There's a special... Yeah. It's special just sort of... Tomy logic. This just works because a genius designed it. That's right. kind of how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Regardless, Seron does run away. 
leaving you there with Seven, who refuses to tell you really what's going on or why he was so shocked by this person or Hmm. um, any of that. But he gets the security system back under control. Um, He does have you promise not to mention um, Saran's identity. And that kind of stuff. He doesn't like want in you the to messenger. talk about that. But he it, doesn't because it's something that he's trying to keep secret. Um, and you kind of get that there's like a lot more going on to it. And as we discussed in Juman's episode, you don't always make the decision that rational people would make. Right. <laughs> so yeah. So during these like seven days, you've you've become really close to seven. So you're willing to kind of. Give him a little bit of a pass. And let this request happen. You know, every time I've met somebody and they suddenly had an evil identical twin that tried to kidnap me, I completely (laughs) understand it. And, you know, don't freak out and put them in a restraining order. I mean, I have to say, like, Seven, like, you can tell that he's very emotionally distressed by all of this. Okay. Yeah. And he also starts to push you away emotionally. Well, he point. does also tell everybody in the messenger about the bomb in the apartment. Mm-hmm. He he doesn't hide the fact that this thing happened. He just doesn't want you to say anything about Saran. Um, he does tell everybody about the bomb in the apartment. And mm-hmm. everybody's reactions are logically, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? The um, fuck? And Seven says, I, I promise, Rika personally asked him to install the bomb in the apartment to destroy any sensitive information that was in there if they needed to destroy it. Rika mm. personally asked him to do it. And uh, that's that, why it was put in there. Hmm. That, hmm. Yeah. Why are we with these people again? Because we were returning a phone. <laughs> at the beginning of the game that was so, <laughs> but now we're planning a party and we need to keep planning the party because charity so seven days ago we thought we'd be nice return to phone and now we're getting kidnapped by an evil step brother uh-huh. and there's a bomb in the apartment that we're living in of the dead woman uh-huh. also yeah. now seven is saying I'm going to stay here with you to keep you safe However, I need you to know that this playful, fun person that you thought you were hanging out with, that's not me. That was all a facade. I was pretending to be chill and fun. I'm an asshole. He doesn't say I'm an asshole. But basically, that's the <laughs> sentiment. That's, he, I'm paraphrasing clearly. There would be some serious bye, Felicia, going on right now. That's all I'm he saying. He <laughs> basically rejects you at this point. It, it's a really... Oh, that's a shocker. It's not like a... I don't love you anymore. It's more of a you can't be with me. It's dangerous. Yeah. But also he doesn't say that at this point. (laughs) He he kind of just sort of is very cold to you and not engaging and um, stays away from you basically even though you're stuck in the same studio apartment together. It's like yeah, the, there's problem. only one bed trope, except he sleeps on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can sleep with the bomb, bitch. Right. Yeah. It's about this time that you find a floppy disk in one of his books. Oh my god, um, seriously, who has floppies anymore? You'll find out. He why. does. All right. Yeah. Um, but he <laughs> does gets- it have to, this is something to do with the cult. No. no. Oh, damn. It's sweeter than that. 
Um, he I gets mean, really mad at you for finding this floppy disk, and he's like, do not fucking touch it, basically. Um, and yeah. you'll remember, he he left his residence and brought only things that he needed with him, Yeah, and he still brought this, this floppiness with him. Um, Hidden in a book. Tell me yeah. it has pictures of his dog on it. No. It doesn't have pictures of his dog. He doesn't have a dog. Well, that's dumb. He's he's only had the fire-breathing robot dog for a couple days. It's not really long enough time. Let me guess. It's Rika or it's his diary. We'll get there. We'll get there. Damn. Soon. Um, Plot-wise, stuff going on in the background at this point. V, Jumin has been trying to reach V for... A lot of this time. <laughs> There's a lot of shit going down. They're and getting get a hold of V. Messages from a cult. Um, v finally gets back to Juman, mm-hmm. but has poor service and literally tells Juman that his phone is bugged. Um, so he can't even say much. And he goes and joins the the chat feature on the messenger to talk to Seven. Um where Seven confronts him about his brother. Um, because just as a refresher, V and Rika were, were together. To and from what you know so far is Rika's been supposed to be being taken care of Saran. And, you know, you would think the person that is engaged to the woman that's supposed to be taking, taking care, care of your of brother. Twin brother would have like a basic gist of what's going on and he just dodges it he doesn't even answer seven when he's trying to ask v about this um instead v asks seven if seven has taken a look at any of the documents in the apartment and when seven says no No. he tells him don't yeah. Why? Ooh. Right. All right. Hold up. Who does that? Mm. Have v. you seen this thing? Okay. Don't look at it. Yeah. <laughs> um. That's V for you. This point that you know, Seven loses trust in V completely. He <laughs> won't. <laughs> yeah. He won't tell him about his brother that he was supposed to be partially responsible for. He is dodging questions and telling him what to do and not explaining himself. And RFA as a whole is like now super concerned about this guy, this photographer that's leading their association. And they're also thinking it's a bad idea to have the party that V told everybody to go ahead with. Mm -hmm. Um, The crux, the, climax of this particular situation not like the story but this situation is seven decides he needs to quit rfa um his spy job puts his friends at risk and all of this stuff and he's putting these people that he's come to care for in danger he can't leave this spy job because they will kill him if he just abandons ship that's how spy jobs work yeah exactly uh, yeah. A spy job that uh, V got for him, by the way. Um, yeah. So we'll dig into some of that in depth in a little bit. It'll be it'll be coming up. Yeah. Um, so Yusung is pissed. Is pissed because Yusung's kind of um, 
character thing in this is keeping everybody together except right. when he's mad at V. Um, <laughs> and he he doesn't want them to grow apart because he relies very heavily on everybody for emotional support. Hmm. Um, and I'm not emotionally stable. You all have to stay friends so I can be stable. Thanks. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, it's at this point. So Seven has also made you another robot. And it's, it's a, a cute little cat. It's a kitty robot. It's a cute oh, little kitty. But he smashes it. Yeah. In a fit of anger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't do that to other people's things. I don't think he, he actually gave it to you yet. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He had point, it. It was sort of like a little side thing yeah. where he, he was working on it. <laughs> yeah. And then he just breaks it instead of, you know, finishing it and then giving it to you. But you kind of talk to him after that, like when he breaks the cat. Um, yeah. And he starts opening up a lot mm-hmm. about some of what's going on with V and with Seron. And I think this is where you really find out, like, Seven Backstory. left home. <laughs> Seven left Backstory home. Time. Um, yeah. Do we want to go into the whole thing? Uh, yeah. Everything okay. to where they go up to. Yeah. Um, so Seven and his twin brother um, were the children of a very abusive single mother. I don't know if we know who their father is yet. Uh, they say that he is an important political figure. Yes. And that the mother was blackmailing this important political figure to keep their existence secret. Secret. Because the twins were born out of wedlock. And that would ruin this person's career. Okay. Um, so she was, like, wildly abusive. Like, like, chaining One of them, them to chairs, etc. And not feeding them. Yeah. That's not good. It's terrible. Hurting them. Yeah, it's a true abusive household. Um, and Seven's brother, Seiran, was always a little bit weaker than him. So he was the one that always got picked on. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, even abuse- when Young could leave the the place, even when Seven could leave this house, Seiran was always kept there. Like, he's the one that's chained up. His brother is the one that will go do, like, stuff Aaron's for their mother. And, yeah. um, so, at some point, yeah, go ahead. He starts telling you how during one time when he was running around, he met V. Mm-hmm. At a church, basically across the street from where he lived. Yeah, really close by. And he met them and started talking to them um, on his trips out whenever he would go out. And they became very disturbed and concerned when they found out about his home life and everything with his brother. And they wanted to help. And V promised that they would help him and Saran live a better life. Um and at some point, Seven picks up a book about hacking mm-hmm. and decides that he's going to become a really, really good hacker so he can get them out of this situation, have enough money to be able to, like, basically just pull Seiran out of this situation. Right. And in order to make this go faster, V connects him to this spy organization um, that will, first Put him of all, school. It'll put him through school. We'll be able to hide him from his father and get him away from his mother. But I, obviously, Seven is concerned about just leaving his brother with his mother. 
right. especially after having run away. And V and Rika promise that they'll take care of it. Um, it's at this point that Seven decides to show you what is on the floppy disk. And it's pictures of Saran that Rika has secretly been taking to keep him updated on how Saran is doing. Because Seven's not supposed to have any personal effects, really, within this program, which is why it's on this secret floppy. Right. And because he's in this program, he's not supposed to have any contact with his family. So he can't contact Saran anymore. And he's depending on Rika and V to get him out and... Through the sloppy disk, he thought that they did. Um, mm. Yeah, a little foreshadowing there on how that yeah. went. Yeah. Um, he starts at this point after talking with you about this and going over this information. He starts being better and reconciling with the other members, um, cheering up a little bit. And being a little more of like his flirty fun self instead of the angry, you can't love me. Yeah. Trope. Yeah, pretty much. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the you shouldn't be around me. It's too dangerous. Yes, and blah, 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 exactly. Because that's what this has evolved into, yep. you know. And then finally, against V's orders, Seven finally opens the drawer filled with secret documents. And he finds... Early versions of the Mint Eye logo, logo found on the cult emails. Um, oh, so when V told him to not look at the documents, he really didn't? He really had not up until this point. That's yeah, really, he really didn't. He trusted V. He yeah. did. Like, he absolutely trusted V and Rika until all of this shit goes down as soon as somebody asks have you looked at it no well don't look at it i'm going to be looking at it well and that's exactly what kind of like triggered all of the the thought yeah so he was fighting because if you think about this in terms of a young traumatized child because they were very young when also seven is 21 right now like let's not be yeah yeah like yeah yeah i think he's actually like 23 uh the thingy Uh, on the thing says 21 yeah he was 15 when he ran away from home. But he was younger when um, he ran into Vika and Ri. Vika and Ri. Oh, my God. <laughs> Rika and V for the first time. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they he was very young and a traumatized, abused child um, who was helped out by these two people that he kind of thought of as his saviors and his parents. Um and all of this time, he was placing so much trust on them to be helping Saran that he always just believed what they said. And whenever they would ask him to do something, he'd always do it. And their word was just like, okay, every single time, mm-hmm. um, which is like a form of brainwashing, <laughs> um, kind of yeah. like a very unhealthy codependency. But. The other thing that you find in the drawer, unless you had something else you wanted to say, Jordan. No, I was okay. just going to roll into that. Cool. So yeah. <laughs> the other thing you find in the drawer is blueprints for the building where the emails were coming from. Um, mm. Yeah. So basically, mm. you discover that Rika was involved with the Minti cult organization that is now targeting the RFA. And also, also that there may be answers for what the fuck is going on with Ceyron. Yeah. Well, that's good. 
Yeah. Because if you know you're you're quick and clever and you've been like dedicating all of your life to this game as you tend to do when you play it. Um Rika having connections to the organization that Saran Sadan is part of and is trying to get everybody else to join starts clicking a lot of buttons about where he's been all this time instead Mm -hmm. of safely growing up somewhere. (laughs) Um, And of course, seven is like, fuck this. I'm going in. Yeah. And he's like, Nope, we're that's, we're going to that building. I'm going to go to that building. Um, So be safe. And main character's like, I'm coming the fuck with you. you (laughs) Yeah. Um, Like we're going together. (laughs) I'm going with you. Yeah. Um, so you do. Um, he he makes all of the, are you sure? Are you sure? Like 20 times, making sure mm-hmm. that you are comfortable with going. Right. But you you join him. You go ahead and you guys Get in a fancy up. car. Yes. Fancy and then, car number seven, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and um, eventually you do get to Mintai. Uh, you break in. Um, you guys carefully infiltrate and hack into the computers. And obviously then are caught by Sedan. <laughs> um, oh, so he's the evil hacking twin. Yes. Yes. yes okay. Yes, yes. Didn't get he's, that earlier. Now I get it. He's been the person. Sedan and unknown. Same person. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so it's also slightly confusing. Let me just clarify. It's also slightly confusing because Seven's birth name is Se-Yung. So Sedan and Se-Yung, it kind of... It gets me sometimes. I'm like, wait, which one? Got it, Kay. <laughs> Going. I just keep calling them all a different name instead of sticking to like a narrative where I start transitioning names. They so it's have three names. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pick um, a name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he takes this chance to try to convince that on of the truth of the situation what happened how he ran into v how v got him into this organization that meant that he couldn't contact saran anymore that they had been sending him updates saying saran was doing great and healthy and that's why you know he hadn't just thrown everything into the gutter and raced back to help him because mm-hmm. he ref- he believed the people that helped him escape the situation and of um, course saran is like absolutely refusing to believe this keeps talking about his savior who saved him from everything um and at this point you don't know who the savior is though you could Uh, probably take a few guesses is Um, it rareka is it no oh but she's dead Shrug emoji. Shrug emoji. Um, <laughs> and then you you show the contents of the disc. You straight up show him the contents. And he's still saying, no, Seven put those on there. Seven was the one that did that. It was Seven that did that. And he has a breakdown. Sedan has a breakdown and he runs. He like runs out of the room and like leaves you both there. And you see during the story mode that Vanderwood, who has been tracking down Seven after Seven escaped the department, and is Seven's other brother. No, <laughs> no, that would be a great he just, twist. Um, he just kidnaps Saran at gunpoint in front of V, who also went to Mintai to try to help resolve the situation. Okay. And don't forget that at this point, V is still having trouble with vision. He yeah. doesn't see good. Yes. 
Um, he's not completely blind, but it's... Uh, yeah, so he kidnaps him at gunpoint in front of V, who cannot see properly because of his vision. Partial blindness from that is being injury blind. that I don't know that we've talked about yet, and we probably won't until we have V's. We have. Oh, we have? We have oh, because... Yeah. Uh, well, we talked about it during Yusung's episode, so I think we can... Okay. Um, Rika... Blinded V. Blinded V. Um, she's the reason that his eyes were damaged. And uh, he had told Yusung that in Yusung's route. Okay. So, yeah, um, you're everybody right. liked Rika? Rika? Yeah, Rika was All like the founder of the Rika. RFA. She All was supposedly bubbly Rika. and wonderful and like During, volunteered at church organizations and volunteered to help Seven with his brother who he needed to leave behind, etc. Bitch lied about the brother and blinded V. Which we're just now discovering, yes. And uh, V also, during Yusung's route, mentioned it was due to um, severe mental health issues that she was experiencing and struggling okay. with, um, which is obviously not an excuse for harming people. Right. Um, um, however, <laughs> uh, to move on, um, you and Seven escape Mintai only to run into V outside and Though Seven doesn't trust him anymore because he's a lying liar who lies. Lying um, <laughs> liar who lies. Yes, though. Seven love- confronts him about the blindness. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just being a lying liar that lies. Yeah. It shouldn't make me giggle, but it does. It's accurate. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, <laughs> you lying liar that lies. <laughs> but he admits that he saw Vanderwood takes it on away at gunpoint. Okay. Um, and, and Vanderwood is not anyone. Vanderwood is Vanderwood. Vanderwood, Vanderwood is, is Vanderwood. the maid slash Seven's boss, technically. Boss. Boss but he's maid. not anybody's secret brother. Correct. Or okay. uncle okay. or cousin. He's are just we, Vanderwood. For, for real? Or are you for just real, saying real. that? No, okay. like for, for real, real. For real. I'm, okay, I, this, is, play play. this isn't just messing with you. It's actually right. for real. Right. It's just Vanderwood. <laughs> real, real, not for play play. Okay. Though right. it's fair, because there's a lot of weird identity crap going on with this game. <laughs> you. Yeah. Um, this oh, is man. kind of where we're reaching the culmination of where the endings start coming up, right? On After this thing where V admits Saran got taken away by Vanderwood. He logs into the chat room. He apologizes. V apologizes to the RFA and resigns as the leader. Um, he's been found out. All I of his Juman lies are coming leader. to No, V has always been technically like the leader of the RFA, but Jumin tins, tends to take like a very active role in running stuff. Yes. Oh, okay, um, okay. Um, he's also the more most resource-heavy member. So he has the most okay. sway and pull. So when things need to get done, Juman's just like, I'll just take care of it. Yeah. Um, right. Because he has underlings to do that shit for him. All right. Um, if you have gotten enough hearts for Seven and, like, chosen... Well, I am... Just okay, as a heads okay, up, yeah. um, V apologizes to the RFA oh, yeah. and resigns and then appoints Jumin as the leader. Okay. So yeah. now uh, okay. Jumin, from this point forward in this route, is the leader of the RFA. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. Yes. Yeah. If you have enough hearts and you've chosen correct answers, um, it is at this point that you and Seven decide not to attend the RFA party. Okay. Um, on day 10. 
and you're going to go after Seran and Vanderwood instead. The party is held anyways. Jumin gives like a nice little welcome speech, expresses condolences that a bunch of the members are not there. Um, okay. He like talks about some of what's going on with the RFA without talking about what's going on with the RFA. <laughs> Basically just like almost implying maybe this will be our last party, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... This is where I think you learn Seven's real name for the first time because Jumin addresses Seven by his real name, Seyoung. Um, I think it's yeah. mentioned. I think they do mention it. It, it might. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Um, but, um, yes. But you're on the road with Seven um, trying to chase down Seran and Vanderwood. And I think it's at this point he asks you to call him Seyoung instead of seven. I'm going to read out that part. I'm going to read out that part real quick. Um, Seung looks at MC and says, can I, can I ask you a favor? Now, when you call me, please call me Seung. My name, when I think of 707, I think of the fun me away from the sad reality. It's the happiest version of me, but it's also fake. When I think of Lucille, I remember the hope V gave me, the hope that I can leave my past, the hope that I can leave my past and everyone will be happy, but it was a false hope. And the name Seong, it reminds me of the hardest times, but it was the only truthful moment I had. Now I've left the agency and I've left V, character name. When I'm with you... I want to live as the real me. So please call me by my real name from now on. <laughs> I love him with all of my soul. Wait, I got one more. I got one more for you. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, God. I shook in fear every time I heard someone call me by this name. But every time you say it, it will be reborn as a name that only holds happiness. Okay, now I'm now <laughs> I love him. I love him with all of my soul. <laughs> oh my god. This guy. Like, I holy mean, shit. Yeah. And then he kisses okay. you, and then that is the end of this route. This if route. you get the good ending. Um, okay. Of course, there are three bad story endings and two bad relationship endings. Mm-hmm. Um, as a reminder, bad story endings are when you choose the wrong answers. Bad relationship endings is when you haven't built up enough hearts. Okay. Um, And then there's also an aspect of how many party guests you get, but that doesn't actually filter into Seven's route as much. Well, those are for bad endings or bad endings. Mm -hmm. The um, amount of guests you get get you from a good ending to a normal ending. So if you don't do enough of the guests, you go to a normal ending. Okay. Which, okay, yeah, he does have a normal ending. I forgot. Mm -hmm. I've never gotten it. I, uh... (laughs) (laughs) Real um, determined to do it right is, you know, yeah. how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You go to the party in the normal ending. Like, that's a whole No, you don't. No? No. Um, nope. Yep. You're right. Okay. You go to a church. Okay. Yeah. Why are you wearing a white dress in that one? It's, there is a thing where there's speculation that you get married, but it's never confirmed. So I, oh. I would say it oh. isn't supported by the actual Atomi game. Um, I've never had the normal ending, so I don't know. In the normal ending, um, 
during the speech, Juman mentions that some members are not present, blah, 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 blah. It goes over to the church um, where you and Seven visit a Catholic church he used to go to in his childhood. And he asks for God's protection, hugs you, and how confesses how grateful he is to meet someone with the holiest love. Um, and then promises to love and protect you until his last breath, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then he kisses you, you know? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> but there's, of course, multiple bad endings. Um, and the bomb. <laughs> I think, is there, what? there's one where the bomb goes off, I think. Is there? Um, I don't think so. Is I don't think this in... is. No, you're right. Wow. Yeah. Okay, no bomb. Yeah. You don't yeah, no bomb. die by, via bomb during this one, wow. which is pretty spectacular but to be fair um you're either with seven or you're with saran and saran is interested in getting back at seven so he doesn't want to die (laughs) um so it would be better to take you as a hostage anyway sorry um uh there is one ending where you do get actually kidnapped um by saran when he breaks in um he tells you to forget about that red-haired boy and says he's going to take you to paradise, which obviously means he's taking you to Magenta, which is the home of Midnight. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Which is how, that's how you get in the cult. Yeah. 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 Um, there's another one where you leave Seven behind at Magenta. Mm-hmm. Um, when you escape. Yep. Um, there is one where you don't take his seriousness when he is serious with you after finally meeting you in person seriously and still act super playful and ignore him trying to distance himself. And he loses motivation and says that, you know, it's probably, you're probably right. Saran is probably happier where he is now. Um, and he gives up on trying to find him. And that in that one, uh, he thinks you're an angel sent by God um, to end his yeah. suffering. He quits RFA and uh, runs away to a different country with you. And it's implied that he um, crashes your car and you both die. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, There's another one where you decide to go with unknown when he breaks into the apartment. And um, Seven arrives too late to try and save Unknown is the brother. Yes. 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 The brother. Unknown slash Seiron slash Seven's twin. Um, you go with him and yeah. Seven is too late to save you. Um, he gets you to mint eye and takes quote unquote disturbing pictures of main character, sending them to Seven to make him suffer. And it's implied that Seven is no longer able to focus on his work, which uh, allows Seiron to I would hope not. the RFA's information. <laughs> um There is um, the second bad relationship ending, which is definitely a sad one. Um, He convinces your player to leave um, and leave him with Saran. Um, So you leave him there with him and escape. And he tries taking care of Saran and they're hugging. And um, during the hug, they start talking about this stuff and talk about when they were younger and then uh Saran kills Sayang. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, pretty disturbing I mean, games. Yeah. Um oh and then we do want to talk about the after ending for 7 because it 
reveals quite a few things. Oh, dear. Um, so as a reminder, the after endings are available to purchase for hourglasses um, after you have completed the good relation or the good ending. Okay. Um, or in some cases, uh, in most cases, it's after you've completed the good ending. There's yeah. um, Jumin has one where if you complete the bad ending, you can get like an after story. Um, I don't know. I haven't done that one yet, but it seems pretty scandalous. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it sounds scandalous. Um, but in Sevens, um, it opens while you and Seven are continuing to pursue Seran. Um, and it, I, I believe it's the opening scene. Seyoung is holding your character as you lie on a bed, telling you about his fears and how he wants to have a future with you. Um, and he, let me phrase this properly, he asks for main character's consent to let him embrace her so that if he does not survive, it would leave evidence of his existence. Wow, chicka wow, wow. Yeah. Let me hug you so I know I was alive. What? I don't think hug is the implication, Sarah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. It's it's more like go down to Bone Town. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Implied, at Um, least. (laughs) Brown chicken, brown pal. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, During this, uh, after that little snippet, it goes into... I'm just going to call it what it is. It goes into a dream sequence where yes. <laughs> everything is happy and you guys save Sanan and jazz hands. He's Sayon, normal now. He's doing great. And I interrupt you to go ahead. Sayong had opened a toy shop and, um, they try to go into the toy shop and, uh, as Saran, says the password to open up the toy shop, he tells Seong to wake up. He's only dreaming. And <laughs> and their bomb is going off in the room. <laughs> no, just that, you know, it hasn't been resolved and this stuff is still ongoing. There is a six episode, uh, wait, how many episodes? Seven episode 14. sequence? There's 14? two secret endings with seven mini episodes each. Oh, um, damn. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there is a lot more <laughs> to ending yeah. this um, this interlude with Seong and Sadan. Um, I, I Do we want to go over it, Tani? It's, oh, my God. It's so long, though. <laughs> it, I don't think. We can just end there. Um, yeah. Okay. Because we're at 830. Um, yeah. Moral of the story, you get, like, that dream sequence where Seran is, like, happy and healthy and normal and has joined the RFA as a member, and everyone's coming to visit your toy shop that you opened with Seven. And it's lovely, and then everyone wakes up. That's awful. With nothing resolved. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, yeah. My and God. There yeah. is a secret ending sequence, um, two secret endings, seven episodes each, we're not going to get into that. Um, so but it, They're so long. It does provide a resolution to this here plot. Um, <laughs> this here plot here. Yeah, it goes oh. over quite a bit of stuff. Um, the gist of that, um, we're not going to go over it in detail because 
you yeah. really do want to read through it. Honestly, um, if you play the game, you want to go through it. We don't have the ability. It's not as um, choose Linear. your adventure yeah. mm-hmm. as the actual game is. It's more of a visual novel, straight up type of thing. Okay. But basically, you find Vanderwood with Saran. Saran escapes back to Mintai. You all go back to Mintai. Uh, you find out that the savior this entire time has been Rika. Rika. And she didn't oh. die. She's um, not dead. Nope. She faked her death. Yes. What a biatch. Yeah. And V knew that she wasn't dead. Of and he course. was covering it up. And, and you find out that she's been poisoning Saran this whole time. Basically. Oh. Well, Hence, when you good. see pictures of him, he looks like Seven, but with this, like, bleached out hair and eyes. Yeah. Wow. Food. And yeah. there is, at this point, that Saran starts going off the deep end because V is now there with them at Mintai trying to convince Saran that well, convince Rika that she needs to stop doing this. Um, he kind of busts in is just like, you know, this isn't right. We can't do this anymore. You really need to stop. This isn't okay. She starts freaking out it's and threatening good. V. It's um, not good. Saran takes out a gun and starts waving it around. <laughs> um, everybody's getting really freaked Agitated? out. Yeah. What the heck? Did they think it's America? You can't just wave a gun around. <laughs> exactly. So Ron takes uh. the shot at his brother because the person that Saran hates and has continued to hate this entire time and blame is his brother because he believes Rika when Rika tells him that Seong abandoned him. Because you know, he's I knew a person who was like Rika. I mean, they didn't like fake their own death, but everybody believed what they had to say. I will also point out that there's like some poisoning and some brainwashing with right. the poisoning and definitely right. like some sort of LSD type and, I mean, things I'm not, going on. I'm not saying yeah. the person I'm talking about probably didn't like poison people. Like I'm just saying that person's a bad person. Yeah. A, a yeah. liar who yeah. lies. Lying mm-hmm. liar face who yeah, lies. Yeah, lying liar who lies. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. It's really satisfying to call people out by calling them a lying liar who lies. Like, yeah. honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but at this point when Saran fires at Seyong, V jumps in front of the bullet and V is the one that ends up getting shot because V has been feeling guilty during the, these episodes, you've had all of these interactions with people. V blames himself because it's his own goddamn fault for these things happening. Getting Mm -hmm. shot doesn't fix anything, but he he keeps, he keeps seven from getting shot. Yeah, by his he, twin brother. Yes. That so, he, that V helped enrage by helping Rika fake her own. T- mm. No, no, no. V at this point is trying to tell Rika she needs to fucking quit her shit. Like, and that's what kind of causes this whole shenanigan. I was is in v the saying, cult. You got to no, cut not, this out. I was in the cult and then I'm not in the cult. I was so, helping Rika. No, Rika <laughs> need to stop. So I'm going to get shot to make it all. No. So, to be fair, at this stage, you don't know how much V's involvement is. Um, But, I mean, when I was playing this game for the first time, I was like, dude, you helped her with this. This is your fault. This is what's going on. So, I totally get it. 
he jumps in front of the bullet, takes it, um, and then Rika starts freaking out because this organization is named Mint Eye, who is what the mint-eyed and mint-haired yeah. character in this entire oh, organization. Oh, is it V? It yeah. is. So all of this time, <sighs> Rika has been saying how she's leaving V behind and V isn't going to be a part of this world that she's trying to create. Say Sayran accidentally shoots V. Rika loses her marbles. So wait, she starts freaking out. It's been a V cult the entire time. It's I think it's the idea that Rika was really like micro focused on V being the person that can make her a better person. It's a oh, lot of, it's this huge codependency oh, honey, thing that she has no. going on. You yeah, learn a lot more about this in later, yeah. later stuff. But, when we get to V's route, oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. Oh it's man. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be it's rough. Coming. It's going to be tough. Um, at this point, you don't really know that. You just know that Rika has been saying that, V wasn't good enough and she's leaving him behind and him begging her to reconsider what she's doing. And then mm. he gets shot taking a bullet for seven and she starts losing her marbles. Um, it's at this point that reinforcements arrive and Saran gets, you know, um, what's the word? Arrested. Oh no. Saran gets restrained. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Rika gets restrained. Uh, they try to save V, but after it all goes to black, you restart the episode at V's funeral. Mm-hmm. Um, so V did die from being shot here in that last part of the episode. Um, there is a sequence after that where Saran is in a hospital getting help. For, you know, the the crazy mood swings, the brainwashing, like, all the stuff that was happening. And just all of the emotional fallout of, like, putting all of his emotions on hold because he's been brainwashed for uh, six years. Oof. Yeah. yeah. Only six years? My God. <laughs> since, uh, since Seven Seong right left. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you get these sequences where they start working through and start like coming to not a perfect um, reconciliation, but you can see within the secret endings that they're getting there. Well, it's kind of like you can tell if I recall, I mean, it's been a minute since I played this route, but Saran is like very suicidal at this point. Like he doesn't think he deserves to live. He doesn't think like, he can get better. He doesn't think his emotions will get better. Um, but being in the hospital is not helping him either. Oh, um, that's not good. Yeah. So Seven winds up taking him out of the hospital and like resolving to care for him on his own. Um, Healthy. Yeah. Don't do that in real life, folks. Don't do that that's in real life, y'all. Like sometimes, I guess, but this particular situation probably not is not healthy. Not good. When you were the fixation of uh, hatred for six years. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I would say that probably covers it. I'm trying to well, remember I think if they... Just to take that like a small step back, like 
there's like a, it feels like a three or four month period in game where Seven winds up just going to Sanon's room and just sitting there silently, mm-hmm. doing nothing, letting him kind of rage at him, letting him kind of let some things out, but just being there. Um, um, yeah, see, generally you want to have a therapist around for that. Kind yeah, of the therapists yeah. basically tell Seven that there's no hope for his brother. Um, oh, great. It's like That's a whole lovely. Thing. Yeah. So it's 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 a very bad picture of how healthcare should happen. Um, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. So regardless, by the end of it, like it comes around to Seven and Sanon, or sorry, Seyoung and Sanon are trying to reconcile things. Right. Yeah. And you're and there. It's, it's not perfect, <laughs> but they're they're getting there. And I mean... At the end of the second secret ending, they do get to a point where they come to an understanding and Saran agrees to start actually being helped instead of just fighting it. Mm-hmm. So there is a point where Saran goes, maybe I will give my brother the benefit of the doubt and believe half of what he says, at least, you know, like uh, well, that's not nice. everything. And then it kind of does a fast forward. Um I'm assuming quite a while afterwards Um, where they have Jumin and Jaehee berating Yusung for his decision to send Rika to Alaska for therapy. Um, Yes. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Sarah, we're gonna go dying. over Sarah's this dying in laughter right now. Oh, sh- in later episodes on how yeah. much we fucking hate Riga. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's a implied. Lot. It's a lot. There's a lot of hate. I hate Rika. It's implied, by the way, when they're having this discussion, that he's doing that, so it's harder for the police to interrogate her. By the way, by the way, fucking Yusung yeah. and Rika. It's a whole um, thing. Anyways, I. Uh, <sighs> Meanwhile, Sarah is doing much better. He really is. Like, he's, like, kind of chilling. He's got things going on. He's um, not, like, perky, but he's no. he's quiet. He's still very insular, but he's recovering. He's not lashing out at people. Um, Sayong invites the members of the RFA for an impromptu engagement party. Yay, you're getting married. At his house. Um Saying that he would propose to you there. So you haven't been engaged yet? <laughs> so wait, who is going to... Uh, Sayoung slash Lucielle slash Seven. Seven, okay. Yeah, gotcha, proposing gotcha. to you. <laughs> All right. Um, and then uh, they take a picture of everybody at the engagement party. Uh, Saran has dyed his hair back to the original red color. Um, so he is connecting more with his brother. la da 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 and that is all. <laughs> <laughs> There's not even an actual proposal in there. Oh, that I yeah, it's, not. Uh, okay. it's just like yeah. he's like, I'm gonna, and then, all right, yeah. So that's. Yeah, I honestly did not have time to go through all of the secret yeah. ending episodes again. No, God, no. So it's I summed so it up as best as I could. I um, I do like the snippets of the relationship you have with seven in the DLC items, like the Valentine's day one, Mm -hmm. um, the Christmas one is really cute. There's like a bunch of additional stuff like that. Um, April fool's day, Halloween. They have some new year's episodes. 
April Fool's Day doesn't really have like a <laughs> romance plot line. No, it it's doesn't. mostly just trolling yeah. <laughs> the entire time. Um, but yeah, those are that that's 707, folks. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> we also really we did not mention too much. He cross plays a lot. And so as you start romancing seven, he'll send you pictures from his various cross plays, and they're adorable. Um, oh my goodness! Yes, okay. times where he dresses up as a nun, as yeah. a maid. It's just the French maid is my favorite. It like, really is. Part of his spy criteria is that he infiltrates places, so he just like dresses up to infiltrate <laughs> places all the time. He oh offers, goodness. like, I think there's a in one of the routes. There is a discussion about having Juman. Uh, do like a Halloween dress up as V. Mm -hmm. So like um, cosplay. And uh, he's like, oh, I have a wig for that. And Juman's like, why do you have a mint wig? (laughs) (laughs) You don't need to know. (laughs) It's just, it's just. There is actually a bit where Seven crossplays as Rika. I don't recall why, but it did happen. It's a thing. Oh, because he said he was going to send you a picture of her. Yeah. And it's actually a picture yes. of him. That's right. That's mm. right. And you're like, this is this Rika? Are you sure? And he's like, yeah, no, it's me. I dress <laughs> uh, Okay. <laughs> it's just seven. This game Moral is weird. of the story. Yeah. This game is weird. Yeah. Um, so, Sarah, what was the most um, batch insane about that? <laughs> 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 Jeez, um, let me, honestly, the robot fire-breathing dog. Yeah, yeah. it is pretty, it's, it's like a weird inclusion into the story. Yeah, like it's, yeah. it's the super weirdest because you're just like, but how, it just, hmm. We also super forgot to mention the time that Seven kidnapped Elizabeth III, the cat. Uh, <laughs> there was so much to go over in his uh, episode. That's one yeah. of the reasons why Juman never let Seven see Elizabeth yeah. III because he is um, obsessed. Yeah, and he's also not a, a gentle player with cats. Oh, um, okay. So he tends to terrorize them more than um, lovingly respect their space so yeah yeah. so he's one of his nicknames is cat abuser um and nobody (laughs) lets him oh my gosh he doesn't actually abuse the cat but he like messes with them and stuff it's like when salvador is giving you that face and you want to mess with him by playing with his tail even though you know he doesn't like it (laughs) i know nothing of cats okay yeah (laughs) i i pet a cat yesterday (laughs) it's <laughs> uh, oh, so good I, I, even, I even got to brush the cat yesterday yeah. <laughs> Sierra's a good cat she's cool yeah. I'm not saying Salvador's not yeah. <laughs> so Sarah um, in terms of the deep story episodes yeah who would you prefer out of Seven and Jumin who I, I kind of have an idea but, you know, yeah. honestly, I think I'm going to say Jumin. Like, <gasps> really? Yeah. We've Sarah. done a terrible job. No, so, like, I dude, love Jumin. No, no, I can't deal with this whole, like, <laughs> brainwashing <laughs> and twin shit. That's, no. 
But Sarah's gonna have a real rough time with the other two. Oh rounds. no! Boy. <laughs> oh boy! It's oh, coming! Man. It's coming! Oh no! What am uh, I? What am oh, I? Oh yeah. no! Oh, what did I yeah. do? <laughs> See now I'm th- I'm flashing back to Dirk and Guido, and all I can think of is Dirk going after Guido with the sword with the oh yeah in slow motion. Oh yeah! People who aren't from Wisconsin, that's Bristol Renaissance yeah, reference. Yeah, and that's sorry, oh, God, really obscure. Um, <laughs> sword fighting. Anyhow, it's pretty awesome. He uh, brings up people. He brought Brad up on stage and Brett up on stage. Bold and stupid men. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was awesome. There's like three of our group that went up there. It was super They're great. So Dirk and Guido awesome. are the best. They're, okay, yeah. They are. Yeah, they are. Now that I'm done awesome. nerding out about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I would say that it is a lot. Seven's route is a lot. And yeah, it has a lot just... of additional material like you have to go through the secret endings in order to resolve it mm-hmm. but to be I also, fair i also think sevens is one of the wa- routes where i had to be like i need to give myself a weekend pause on this yeah oh, um wow. okay yeah because it, it does really get intense. very intense yeah. they're talking really in depth about child abuse the stuff that's happening to saran it's very hard yeah um you play for like the the days slotted and yeah. it doesn't even resolve the story. Right. Like the this is one thing that I did not like about his route. It required it does tie up all of the information that you've learned so far and it goes through all of that. Right. Um but you have to play all of those and then you have to go to the after ending and the after ending doesn't resolve anything and then you go into the secret endings and it's 14 episodes worth of stuff in order to get to the end resolution of the story. I 200% when I finished the route, I texted Jordan and I was like, what in the actual <laughs> fuck have you yeah. gotten me into, you bitch? Is <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 the real life laugh that I did alone in my home because we were all in quarantine when Tommy was doing this. Um, <laughs> oh, Yeah. I don't regret it, though. I don't regret it. And he is very sweet. And I do he love is. Seven. Um, I do prefer the suaveness of Jumin. I like the nerdy but, humor. Like, we all know that yeah. girl likes the nerdy humor. And- oh, right. Yeah. And to be fair, it's really great. It's just for a short period. It's very dark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, like, swoop dog. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... Thank you, folks, for joining our episode and listening to us talk about Mystic Messenger. Thanks Um, for listening. And next time, yeah, next time we're going to be talking about V. Yes. um, Oh God, Mr. Mint Eye himself slash Mint Hair himself. Yes, this is going to be interesting. Um, It's going to be a trip journey it's gonna yes. be a journey um i <laughs> that scares me more than people saying let's go on yeah. an adventure <laughs> oh adventure would not be the right word for this yeah no um but everybody at home uh thank you so much uh if you have a moment take a chance to subscribe uh mm-hmm. send us a review tell us how we're doing um, we love it we are we also like part feedback. Yep. <laughs> we are also part of a couple other uh, organizations. We're all members of Theater of the Mind Players uh, doing actual play podcasts and YouTube um, for 
currently uh, Delta Green. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my lovely associates here also have additional projects that they're on. I have another podcast where I talk about being a small lady who backpacks. Um, it's called the Not So Bigfoot Thing. And uh, maybe I wanna... someday I'll edit that second season. <laughs> you know what? I want to take you wandering through random parts of Milwaukee. LFG. Like, I am totally want to be like, this is what I do for my job. You're coming with me. <laughs> yeah, let's fucking go. I'm right gonna, along. And I'm going to take you on a mini backpacking trip, as we've discussed. And we're going to record yes. it. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we, ha- we have to record that because I'm sure yeah. there's going to be a lot of like, oh, my God, are we there yet? Because <laughs> I'm out of shape, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> um, and then. I uh, also have a couple other podcasts. I have Encounter Party, which is an uh, Ravnica D&D 5th Ed actual play uh, edited to a nice hour long about that episodes. We just finished up our third season. And we also do a actual play of Icewind Dale on Sunday evenings. You can find that on the YouTube of Encounter Party and also on Twitch. And I'm also with Theater of the Mind Players and this podcast and Plot Points. I was about ah. to say you're forgetting Plot Points. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah, Plot Points. Like, I think we're on our eighth year of Plot Points. So it's like forever. <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah, no, I do Plot Points. What? Listen to all that content, folks. Just right oh for the God, taking. There's like five billion episodes now. It's crazy. Yes. <laughs> um, like we, we, ju- we just talked to Satine Phoenix. Oh, dope. She's she chill a- as hell. She's a lovely human being. Yeah. We met oh, her at and- DairyCon uh, with Rob. A few- yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. Yeah. She's <laughs> super nice. And I told her my story of, I almost said hi to you, but you were, I was scared. And she's like, <laughs> always say hi. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love your face. And her husband, Jameson, is like really super chill too. Um, they were really awesome. And yeah. So that'll be coming up soon. Because they've also got a Kickstarter coming up. Ooh, Fuck yeah. yeah. Siren. Siren's Battle of the Bards. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Here I'm for this. totally kickstarting that shit. Um, but yeah, check out our stuff. Fuck we do yeah. things. <laughs> Anyhow, so yeah, next time we will be talking about V. Um, please don't forget, consent is sexy and mandatory. Oh, yes. And enthusiastic. And enthusiastic. Fries. Look up fries. I love love French fries. (laughs) Uh, Black lives still matter. Yes. Stop Asian hate. Yep. Get your damn vaccine. Please. Continue wearing your fucking mask even after you've had your vaccine. It's really important. What up? And uh, we love you all. Oh, and slow down if you see flashing lights of any kind. (laughs) Because sometimes it's just a poor person who's trying to get a water sample and happens to be in the middle of Brown Deer Road during rush hour, oh, so be no. nice. Oh, my God. It's terrifying. <laughs> Signing off, this is Jordan Fishburne. <laughs> Tawny P. Thompson. And I am Sarah Babe. <laughs> See you next time. Romance in the game.